Hello there, welcome to the final whistle. I'm Kenzie Benali. And I'm Steve Forbes. So Nathan Jones's first game in charge ends in defeat at the hands of Liverpool. Still plenty of positives to take from that one. And Dean Hammond and Andrew Sermon are back with us to talk through all the major talking points from that. Uh, Dean, we'll come to you first. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but still a good chance for, for Nathan to see the team in action and, and to assess the team. What did you make of the Southampton performance today? I'm pretty positive, to be honest, Kenzie. I thought um, and over, the overall, the performance was, was good. I, sh I think the, the team showed a really good intent to try and win the game. Didn't necessarily try and just sit in and soak up pressure and give up possession all the time. They had moments of control, especially in the second half. Again, probably pretty much identical to most of the season, created chances and didn't quite take them. But actually, I think they were good saves from, from Alisson, especially in the in the second half, rather than missed opportunities. Um, Nathan showed us um, in terms of what that could be happening at the football club, different ch uh, formations, changes of formations during the game as well. Um, lots of players got time on the pitch, so the personnel changes as well. Um, and I thought the team in moments played very, very well and adapted well. And I quite like the system. Um, it was a little bit different to, in terms of how Ralph played that, that system. Um, the fullbacks were a lot higher today. Um, the midfield players were supporting the front two or the front one. And we were getting a lot of um, players within the box. And we just looked more of a threat, um, which was good, which was nice to see. But also, again... A few individual errors, that small detail that we've talked about in terms of conceding goals. So I think Nathan is fully aware of that and, and some work on the training ground in terms of that. Um, but it's a young team and that can be eradicated, that can be changed and can be lessons learned. But overall, I thought it was a good performance. Obviously, you didn't get the result and it would be nice to get something from the game. Um, but chances created against one of the best teams in Europe. Um, Liverpool created chances as well. Um, but it was a good game. So I come away from it, Kenzie, and answered your question. I come away from it pretty positive, um, looking forward to um, the management under Nathan Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Likewise. Well, Drew, let's come to you for your thoughts then. Uh, just to echo what Dean said there, obviously not the result we were hoping for, but certainly not a bad Saints performance today. No, I thought the performance was really good. And I like the system as well, actually. I thought we looked really balanced. Um, and I think we seem to, I think Lavia being back in there, I think he just gives us that physicality and I think, and Bella Kochap as well. Um, and I just think it gave Ward Prowse players like that a little bit more licence to go and join the front two. You know, we looked like, especially in the first half, every time we went forward, we almost had four or five players breaking forward and, and threatening their back line, which, which is good because I think sometimes it can be a tendency to go to someone like Anfield and, and sit back and soak up pressure and then you turn the ball over and then you're defending again. So you could also see actually... He's, he's trying to be brave with his line. I think if he if he wants to play a pressing game, which I think he did at Luton, you have to have a high line because if you try and press too high and the, and the back line are deep, then there's gaps everywhere, there's space. Whereas you could see them trying to hold a high line, which obviously Liverpool got in a couple of times. I think for the for the second goal, it might have been, um, you know, we got caught a little bit high. But he's trying to be brave. He's trying to sort of get the players to be on the front foot and, and and I think I think you can see changes already you know there was obviously always going to be a reaction from the players they were going to be up for it because they want to prove themselves um, but like Dean said there was, a, there was a lot of players that came off the bench as well a lot of players got time and actually had an impact on the game which I don't think has necessarily been happening um, recently obviously with the previous manager maybe because there was a little bit of discontent between the players that weren't playing um, 
but yeah, I thought it was a really positive, really positive performance, and I think he'll he'll be quite confident. I think when they when they come back from obviously the World Cup break, that you know we can really go places this season. Well, before we discuss today's match in a bit more detail, here's how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. Nathan Jones, first test for Southampton manager. Can't get much tougher away at Liverpool, here at Anfield. Free kick for Liverpool, six in the box, swung in towards the penalty area, headed on towards goal, and it is into the back of the net. And Liverpool have scored from Firmino. In from Ward-Prowse, it's a dangerous ball, and it's the header from Adams! And Southampton have equalised! Would you believe it? The perfect response! Thiago goes left to Robertson, Robertson down the line to Nunez, Nunez is onside down the left wing, Salah wants it, he finds Salah, oh it's a brilliant save from Bazunu! On the edge of the penalty, a good spell of pressure from them, chipped in and it's Nunez who makes it 2-1 to Liverpool. It was a delicate finish, bottom corner. Now a through ball, it's a straight ball into Robertson and the finish from Nunez. It's a long way back for Southampton now. Yep. That's what you've got to do with uh, against teams, you've got to push them backwards. If you One touch to Adozi and then left to the six-yard box, there's a chance here for Elianusi and it's saved from the goalkeeper Alisson. Good goalkeeping, just trying to chip it over him in the end and now they could be made to pay here because Salah wins it off Melikotchap and he's into the penalty area, is he fouled? In the box, no, says the referee. One back from Bella Kolchap, says the ref. Short to Adozi. Adozi, one touch from Adams. It's brilliant. Oh, it's a great save as Adozi went for the shot. It's another great save from Allison. Walcott, right-hand corner of the box, out towards Maitland-Niles. He finds a cross. It's a brilliant cross. Oh, it's a header from Adams. It's a superb save from Allison again. There's the whistle, full-time. Not the afternoon Southampton wanted. It was always going to be difficult. It was a busy first 10 minutes of the match, wasn't it, Dean? With two almost identical goals, one at each end. Do you want to talk us through both of them? Yeah, well, Liverpool's goal came from... um, Southampton started the game actually really, really well um, and very, very positive. And when playing in Liverpool's half, they broke. um, Shiletta Shai ends up giving a a free kick away after being one-on-one with with Mo Salah. Um, And then from from the set-piece, Southampton's line looked pretty strong. Um... Uh, and didn't look like there was really any problems. Um, and it just comes to the fact that I think the line thinks Trent Alexander-Arnold's going to deliver the ball, and it actually ends up being Robinson, so the ball ends up going towards the goal, so they drop a little bit too deep, um, and then Firmino gets a, a free header, but there's still a distance for him to score. It's a good header, it's on target, but if I'm totally honest I think the goalkeeper can do a little bit more um, and maybe if he looks at it and analyzes himself he maybe expects himself to save it I just don't think he quite moves his feet quick enough um, he's a little bit unexpecting the ball to to maybe have the pace on it that it does um, but it's a, it's a good header it is and it's on target and it's easy for me to to say that from here that in terms of how quickly um, it, it, he has to react. Um, but I think once he reviews it, I think he, he'll feel as though he stood in a little bit better in that moment. But he went on to make some brilliant saves in, in that first half that almost kept Southampton in the game. And then Shea Adams' goal, I mean, James Ward-Prowse delivery is fantastic. And that ha- hasn't quite been happening to that quality of late from, from James, um, but he put it right on on the money. You know, in that area between the six-yard box and, and the penalty spot, very, very difficult. He teases Allison to think he can come out and win it. Um, good movement from Shea Adams. I think he's 
He's in between Gomez um, and another Liverpool de- defender. Good movement, good timing of his movement to stay on side. And then just uses the pace of the delivery and just gets a glancing header. Doesn't try and get too much contact on it, too much power. Um, so a really good goal and a brilliant response from, from Southampton because we talked about it in the show before the game. You know, we were hoping Southampton not to concede early because then it becomes a really tough afternoon. But they reacted brilliantly. Um, and it was, again, brilliant from James Will Prowse. What a delivery and good timing from Shea Adams. So a really entertaining start. But like I say, even before Liverpool's goal, I thought Southampton started the game very, very positively. Yeah, absolutely. As Dean's just mentioned there, Drew, Shea's goal was certainly a good header. What did you make of that goal and Shea's overall contribution to the game? Yeah, I mean, he's always a threat. And, and I, I, I know we spoke before the game. I, I know I said that we weren't clinical enough. Probably he hasn't been clinical enough. I think he gets a lot of chances. Doesn't quite take them. But that reminded me a little bit, you know, obviously the goal against Bournemouth as well. That header. Um, so he, he gets in the right areas. But like Dean said, when you've got someone like James Ward-Prowse on the ball, you know, you know that you can make those runs, and you know it's going to be delivered more, more often than not in the right area. And yeah, I, I thought he had another good game, Ward-Prowse today. I think he looked like he had the shackles off a little bit today. Um, whereas I think he's been had to be a little bit more disciplined, but. Yeah, it was a great header and, and, and like Dean said, it was a great reaction because, you know, when you go 1-0 down that early in the game, you're sort of thinking, oh no, here we go. Um, but yeah, and it was just a shame that we couldn't then quite build on and hang on maybe even to half time then. Liverpool bagged their second and third goals, Dean, just before half time. What do you think went wrong in those situations from a Southampton perspective? Well, I think, again, this it probably highlighted um, the, the little bit of the individual errors and that, that small detail. Um, I think it's for, for Nunez's goal at the, the far post where he drifts away from, from Bella Kocha. If we If we look at the goal again, there's probably two or three occasions where Southampton could have cleared the ball. I think Lavia has a, um, a tackle with Salah where they both kind of pull out of it. Um, the ball comes out by wide again. Bella Kocha kind of gets a head on it. He's stretching. Could he get a cleaner header? And then the ball falls in the edge of the box and, and Stuart Armstrong is there, could he do a little bit better, could he use his body a little bit more, could he be stronger? I'm using the word could here because, again, it's it's very, very difficult. Um, and then it's just a brilliant, it's a brilliant pass from, from Elliot. But again, I think Belicoccia, just, you know, this is his development now where he's a strong boy, he's a powerful player, he could use his body a little bit more and just use his arms and feel for where Nunes is. He knows where he is. He's got his body shape right, but he just needs to use his arms and, and feel where he is. And if he feels where he is and knows where he is, he'll respond and move a little bit quicker. Um, but again, it's good play from Liverpool. And then Nunes' second goal, um, it's just a, a phase of where Liverpool have had a lot of possession of the ball. Southampton look a little bit tired from all the effort and they put into that first half, the pressing, and Robertson just gets in on the left-hand side, and it's a, it's a great delivery. Salasu is just a little bit deeper than the Southampton line, um, so they can't play offside, and then he can't recover to try and get back towards Nunes, who has a, a free run on goal. So, two good goals from Liverpool, um, but again, I think that's where Nathan will look at it. They'll analyse it on the video with his coaches, and these are a little bit. If the players can just improve in those moments, and maybe, like Drew said, hold out till half-time, it can be a different game. So it's just that small detail, but at this level, it means so much. Well, Alison made two smart saves to deny Elianusi and Adozi. That was either side of a Liverpool penalty appeal for a challenge by Bella Kotchab. Drew, what did you make of that penalty incident and the chances Southampton had? 
Yeah, I, I don't think it was a penalty, actually. I, I think he got back. Um, you know, obviously, he was probably a little bit in the wrong because he got caught, obviously, on the ball and, and Salah ran away from him. He did really well to recover, actually. But I don't think there was much in it. I think he was just managed to lean on him slightly. Um, so it was a really good recovery. Um, and yeah, those those chances as well. I just think, again, they really, really good. Ch- they were really well worked. Well, Dozy as well, when he came on, again, looked a really bright spark. Lovely little one-two. Um, but having got in that position, just just needed to lift it over Alisson, you know. Um, Elianusi obviously getting in as well. So those are the moments, again, like Dean's just said, those 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 moments are the ones that, that can affect at this level. If you don't quite take a chance or you don't quite defend well enough, you get punished. And, and, and that's what happened today. I, I actually think we probably had the better chances today. And that's saying something going to Anfield. Um, so those are a lot of positive to take away. But yeah, I think I think if we just take one of those chances, suddenly it's, another, it's a completely different game again. Our tails are up, we're going for it. But you know, Alisson's a world-class keeper and, and he showed why. Yeah, well, he pulled out another great save against Shea Adams 13 minutes before full-time Dean. And we really needed that one to go in to set up a grandstand finish. But what did you make of Southampton's endeavour in that second half? Excellent. Um, really, really good. And I think that came from from the manager where he changed shape. Um, I think we started the second half more as a um, a 5-4-1. And Shea was almost playing a little bit more isolated up front. And then changed it and went to a flat back four and almost went to a, a four three three, um, which was really really positive. Probably just sense that there was something within the game that maybe Liverpool um, had taken their their foot off the pedal. We had more possession, uh, like Drew's mentioned. We created the better chances, um, and if one of those opportunities could have gone in, I think you know Elenusi. I think he's surprised that he's through on goal. It's on his left hand side, so it's a difficult finish. Um, but I think he's surprised that he's actually through. Uh, Dozy is a brilliant move in terms of the one-two with, with Shea Adams. But I think there he just needs to lift it over the goalkeeper. Um, and the, the header from, from Shea Adams is a world-class save. It really is because it's, it's, it's a brilliant cross from Maitland-Niles who come on and did okay at right back. Um, and Shea, I think he believes he scores. He gets good contact on it. it it's going. It gets. He keeps it low. And it's just a brilliant save. So if one of those opportunities goes in, you suddenly find that little bit more energy that little bit more burst of energy the players that have come on the pitch that have impacted the game they've made a difference and Southampton are are truly in there because in the second half I can't remember too many saves that Bazunu's had to make there was headers from corners Salah got through but Belicocha recovered very very well but apart from that there wasn't too many opportunities for Liverpool so that just that one goal could have made a difference I'm not saying Southampton would have gone on to win the game or even got a point um, but I think there would have been a few nervous moments. But the positive, they are creating those chances. And I would call those real chances. They're not long shots. They are real chances that Southampton have created themselves. Well, it seems that the fans are certainly feeling positive and echoing both of your thoughts. Let's read out a few of the comments coming into us now. Uh, Peter on YouTube, good evening. He says, just wish we could have taken a few of those chances. Uh, Stephen on YouTube as well has said, have to say the Saints did get stuck in. Good game. Uh, Jambuli, hello to you. He's tuning in on Facebook, says positive. We can move on now. It's a new era. Uh, Ryan Ackland says in Nathan Jones, I believe. And a comment here from Mark. 
Marcus, who says, looking more positive after today's performance. Glad to see. Uh, Drew, let's come to you next then and have a word on Romeo Lavia. It was, of course, fantastic to see him back on the pitch. Uh, he did come off with what looked like a minor injury. Obviously, we're hoping that's nothing too serious. But what did you make of his performance today? Yeah, like I mentioned before, I, I just think he brought that physicality and that composure. And he, he just gave us... He, that license, you know, a couple of the players like Ward Prowse to, to get forward and join the front two. Um, it's, it's such a nice feeling when you're playing in midfield and you're an attacking midfield and you're thinking, I can go because I know I've got the security behind me. He anchored that midfield really, really well, I thought. He got on the ball and you could see him getting frustrated at times actually when they didn't give him the ball and he was on. He wants the ball all the time. And, and I think if Southampton are going to progress, they have to play the ball through Lavia so he can feed the other attacking players. If they can get him on the ball, um, uh, you know, I really think it will start getting the, the rest of the team going. And I, I just thought he'd, he'd played really well. You wouldn't have really thought he was, he'd was he been out for that long. But I think, like I said, him, Bella Kochap especially, coming back into the team, just add that physicality. You know, we look like we can compete physically. Um, going back to the Chelsea game, I know it was a little while ago and we talk about it a lot, but obviously that was one of the best performances recently. We just bullied them. You know, physically, we were so strong. And, and I think if we can keep him fit, keep better coach up fit as long as they don't come back from, from the World Cup with any injuries then I think it's a really positive sign and I think it's going to bring the best out in players like, like Ward Prowse and, and hopefully he'll, he'll pop in with a few goals Well let's hear from Nathan Jones now here's what the Southampton boss had to say after the game Nathan no points today but there are a lot of positives that you can take out of that particularly from that second half yeah, particularly from the second half. But I've, uh, look, the positive is I've learned today. And uh, as I said, I've repeated in a number of, of, of interviews today, it would have been so easy for me not to take the game today. Having only had one one day to, tr to train with them, it would have been easy for me to think, oh, well, we're going away at Anfield. We're not in good form. But I wanted to come. I wanted to, to be in amongst them. I wanted to learn today. And I have. And I've learned a lot by, my, by myself, by my coaching staff. I've learned a lot by the players um, and the Premier League. And, and, and that's that's going to be essential. So uh, first off, we were too passive. We won't be that passive again. You know, I, I, I pride myself on having an, uh, an aggressive nature in terms of going after things and uh, and we'll be more aggressive you know in the future I want us to work on that and then second half I thought we had a real good reaction a real real good reaction in terms of the players that came on in terms of how we went about it and you know, should have scored second half you had a few chances but like, it's a bit of work to do yeah yeah it must be encouraging to see that sort of reaction though because 3-1 down at Anfield a lot of teams might kind of you know, put their heads down and, and it gets worse from there. Absolutely, a lot, 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 lot of teams could fall from there, you know, a lot of teams could go under but we showed real character, showed real quality um, in terms of what we do and I'm pleased with that and the younger ones did as well you know, as a young team it needs needs certain things but look really, really pleased with, with the reaction nowhere, nowhere near pleased with, with the result because I don't like losing games, albeit at probably one of the toughest places in European football to come well, it is about six weeks now until Southampton's next game, which is at home to Lincoln City in the Carabao Cup. And then it's Brighton at home on Boxing Day. So that's two good games for Nathan Jones to prepare for, Dean. It is, and, and two home games as well. Um, and also you, you've got the cup competition, which you mentioned. The game against Brighton is, is one of Nathan's former clubs, so he'll want to do very well against them. He's played there, coached there, and like I say, caretake manager there. So... There's an emotional attachment for him. Um, but I think it's before that, Steve, that you, he's really got this period now to, to work with the players. There's not too many that are going away to the World Cup. Um, so he's got a unique opportunity to almost have his own pre-season during the season. So the players will be very, very fit. They won't have to work on too much fitness. I'm sure 
they'll get a few days off to to get a little bit of recovering and, and just to ref- refresh because a change of manager will affect them emotionally as well. Um, they've worked under Ralph for a long, long time um, and come back in and it's a, it's a fresh start for everyone. So I'm sure there'll be some friendly games that the club will arrange. Um, there'll be a lot of training, um, a lot of work within um, the so-called classroom, which all us former players used to hate, to be honest, but <laughs> it does help. Um, so, yeah, he's got an opportunity to prepare really, really well for that first Lincoln game and come back. And if we can put a really good performance in then and see that identity and philosophy that, that Nathan wants to bring, that will be really, really positive. And then you go into the, the next Premier League game on Boxing Day against Brighton. Um, it's not a derby, but it's a local clash. So that there's a little bit more of an atmosphere as well. Um Look, the league position's not great, but it's almost exciting times for, for Southampton again. There's a change, there's a positive change. There's some good moments today and there's an opportunity to really work with these young players, with a young manager, loads of enthusiasm, loads of energy. So I'm looking forward to it, guys. I am. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, as are we. Well, let's look at uh, all our Premier League games after the World Cup break. Brighton at home, as we've just mentioned. Fulham away. Nottingham Forest at home. Everton away. Aston Filler at home. Brentford away. And Wolves at home. Uh, Drew, seven matches that really could define our season. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I, I think so. Ma- massively. That, that, that pris- sort of Christmas break where you've got a lot of games together um, is huge in a season. You know, you can you can get to January finding that you know, you suddenly you're you're mid table and you look you're not looking behind you anymore. You're looking above. So, and they're all teams that are going to be around you. It's, it's well known if if you want to stay in the Premier League or you want to do well in the Premier, you have to beat the teams around you. Um, so that, that's going to be a massive run. I just think it's really good that he's now got that sort of five six weeks to work with the players. Um, and I, I think it's not just trying to tell them how he wants to play. He's trying to create a new culture in the club. You know, he'll want to bring a different culture. He'll want to try and tell them, like, this is how we're going to behave. This is how we're going to play. This is how we're going to, um, go, how we're going to work. Um, and this is what's expected to be. And you've got six weeks to try and implement that into all the players. So I think the next six weeks is massive. And, and if he can get that right, then uh, there's no reason why we can't win a lot of those games you just mentioned. Good stuff. Well, Drew, Dean, thank you so much for joining us on Saints Live today. It feels kind of weird saying this in November, but if we don't see you beforehand, have a great Christmas. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, that is the first time I've said yeah, that this year. <laughs> well, that is it for us on Saints Live for a little while. Good luck to all the Southampton players who are going to Qatar for the World Cup. We'll be back on Boxing Day where Brighton will be the visitors at St Mary's. So until then, thanks for watching and we'll see you soon. Bye for now.